Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh. At the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly. Unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. Hey, <laughs> Bailey, how are you? It's episode seven. Episode of seven. And. And Bailey and Curly unfiltered. My God, who would have thought that we would still be doing this, my friend? Um, who would have thought you'd still be in lockdown? Who would have thought <laughs> getting a haircut in Victoria would be a day of celebrations? Mate, congratulations. Oh. I can see oh. you've had a haircut. Yeah, oh, it was in all my 30 years on this planet, I've never stressed about getting a haircut until yesterday. <laughs> like it was just it's sort of funny like to be honest you know I'm, social distancing can whatever it's yeah. just funny that okay there's social distancing in place i don't buy it for a minute but and then everyone's rushing to get a haircut you're putting everyone in like yeah yeah because you know, I, I had work yesterday so i was up go to half past five and then started at half past seven and finished around three and it was just the most like it came to a good experience but I thought I'd go where I normally went while I was over at the airport support him man I had to sit outside there was like a fucking there was fucking like six people seven people inside the store waiting me and then two other people on a chair outside yeah oh fuck I'm like nah be patient, Matthew. You've waited months for this. You can wait an hour for a haircut. <laughs> but this guy got off, off a chair uh. inside, so I went to go in to sit inside to wait, and this little fucking kid fucking sits there. I was like, you kidding me? So this kid just walked out from nowhere, <laughs> not lining up, sitting down. I'm very, very tired at this point. Probably got yeah. four, hours, four hours sleep and then went to work and then – yeah. Dealing with everyone rushing around like it's Christmas time at Myers. Sat back for about five minutes. So I was probably there for about 20 minutes. Got up, left. I'm like, nah, fuck this. Went to another hairdresser. I was super confused if it was a barber or a hairdresser because it was sort of two separate bits. I'm like, am I yeah. sitting down for the hairdresser <laughs> bit? And then I heard some I, I heard someone come in and ask how long, and they said an hour, hour and a half. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I'm like half an hour from home. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I just want to go home. If I have to wait an hour at home, it doesn't bother me because I'm five minutes from home, yeah. not half an hour. So I went to a hairdresser in my shopping center. This is about 4.20. He said, yeah. come, back at, come back at five. I was like, perfect. Came home, got changed from work. Chilled for a bit, went back over, got a haircut from a pretty girl who <laughs> smelled nice. So I was happy. I was happy in the end, but what an experience. Who would have thought that it comes to this, you know, getting having a good day because we managed to get a haircut. So Well, it's, it's those things that keep us happy. And when yep. we don't have that, 
Yeah. Shit. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people who probably don't get anywhere near enough haircuts as what I should. I let my hair grow and then I'll get it chopped back and people say, oh, it looks really good now. And then, you know, a month or two will go past and it'll be all wild and woolly. But it's the reality is that I can go get a haircut. It's when suddenly they take it all away. But but I don't sort of understand the logic there, you know, why are hairdressers allowed to open but stores aren't? I don't get that. <laughs> Grand final. <laughs> Grand final coming up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so it. is is there a legitimate concern there in Victoria that all of a sudden grand final crowds are gonna cause a super spread of COVID? Is that the fear? I reckon. I reckon that's his fear. I reckon. I reckon there'll be something. It's, even though it's meant to be good news Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, the day after. The day after, coincidence. And it's always on a Sunday. Don't worry, he'll have his North Face jacket on. Yeah. You know, tell us how proud of Victorians he is. Yeah. And the, the ridiculous thing is when you think about Victoria and you think about what's been going on, you've got a team in the NRL grand final. The Melbourne Storm. You've Melbourne got Storm, yeah. You've got Richmond and Geelong, Geelong in the AFL Grand Final for the first time being held outside of Melbourne. Um, you had the Melbourne Vixens win the Super Nipple up here on the Sunshine Coast. So Victoria seems to be doing so well outside of Victoria, yet everyone inside of Victoria won't be able to watch the grand final at the pub, won't be able to have the grand final barbecue or parties from what, you know, how many people are you allowed at your home? Fuck no. I don't know enough people to have it around in my home. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So so there, it's ridiculous. So I really, really, you know, pe- people need to remember this, you know, and it's no longer about safety. It's about you know, control. It's about trying to keep everything suppressed so that, um, yeah, it, it's just so sad. It, it really is. But but I see on your social media you've been having a bit of a, a crack around the place. I saw you out there skateboarding and and was it sculling on a bottle of wine? <laughs> was that you? Yeah, that, that's you? Yeah. 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 It, that I, wasn't social media. You sent that to me when I was at the Gabba on Saturday night. I sent that to you. Let's talk about Dogface 2i8. Have you seen the original video? No. Tell me about Dogface. Dogface. So it, it went viral, like TikTok went viral. It just went viral. And... Usually, oh, fucking, when things go viral, it's like it never lasts, or it's something shit, like a fucking, yeah. pl- like a plank, or a fucking yeah. ice bucket challenge, or whatever it may be. Yeah. But all this was, I think a guy was on the way to work, and his truck broke down, so he skated to work, drinking a cranberry juice, listening to the song "Dreams" by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and it's literally just him on a skateboard drinking. And when I first saw it, like I've got goosebumps telling this because in the yeah. shit world, at the shit world we're going through at the moment, yeah. seeing that, seeing that, I just thought, what a fucking vibe. And me <laughs> skateboarding, I can relate. Yeah, like the difference you was are... you you had a bottle of three dollar plonk and he had his cranberry juice. Here it is here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows? It could have been could have been vodka in that cranberry juice, but it started like everyone doing it, like St. Tony Hawk, and yeah, but yeah. It, it, it was such a nice thing, yeah, to see, and it was such a happy vibe. And like I said, being a skateboarder, I relate because when you're out on that board, it's yeah. just you just feel free, absolutely, and that's, and that's what it was. It was this carefree attitude about you know especially what's going on in the world at the moment, just to see that, I'm like, this dude's fucking happy. I think, and he lives in a yeah. trailer park, and now he's fucking on TMZ, and everyone's yeah. like, it's so much positivity, which is what we fucking need right now. Absolutely. I, I noticed during the week also there's a little bit of defiance happening down there. A couple of shops um, opened. Fuck yeah. And, and didn't, um, well, of, of course, they're going to get fined for it or whatever, but... 
But um, there's some interesting stats coming out now about the fines that, you know, it's like 90-something percent of them just aren't getting paid. Apparently, so, and that's what I keep hearing, that apparently you won't have to pay them because it's not the actual law you're breaking. It's a rule. It's, yeah. not like you're, it's not like you're speeding or assaulting someone. It's yeah. just the rule, and the rules change every fucking week. We can't keep up. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it just seems like we're just caught up in this uh, perpetual cycle, especially in Victoria. I, I get frustrated here in Queensland, you know, because as you know, I was at the AFL, at the Gabba there on Sunday night, watching the Lions get absolutely bullied, yeah, bullied by Geelong. So just the difference in body size was just very interesting to see. But, but where we were, it was just packed. It was just packed. There was no spare seats. There was nothing. There was, you know, the Gabba, I think, can get close to 40,000. And they yep. said it was a crowd of 29,000. But, you know, so what's that? That's about 80, 70% roughly, I'd imagine, just off the top of my head. I, I think they're allowed 75%. But, but then you can't have 30 people at home. So you can sit in a crowd of strangers, shoulder to shoulder. Um, you know, it's just the hypocrisy and the double standards, the inconsistencies and the contradictions that are just pissing people off. And that's like in Victoria now, I think today's case is one, which yeah. when you look at it from the outside, we're in a quote-unquote better situation than New South Wales. Yeah. Yet when the politicians and that get questioned about it, oh, no, it's because this case was from here and this case is from here and this person lied about this case and... It's, it's a cluster in here, and that's why, you know, 13 cases in New South Wales is okay, but one case in Victoria is not, and that's why we yeah. can't open. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, and everyone's seeing it. Everyone knows that we, we've got nothing now, yeah. and everything has to line up. Like, I heard today that New South Wales are looking to open the borders um, to Victoria within a month. Wow. Which well, means, yeah, which which means... Which Queensland means will still be sitting here without the borders open, mate. Yeah. And which means we would have to... And then I see another statement today from old mate that Melbourne will open up to regional Victoria next month. I'm like, well, hello, yeah. you need to drive through regional Victoria to drive to New South Wales. Like, you can't open the borders... And say, oh, the only way you're allowed here is fly. Nah, let people drive from Melbourne. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've seen also some interesting uh, conversations in relation to, you know, the comparison with the United Kingdom, for example. So oh, I feel I yeah. really feel for them at the moment. Oh, and and I do. You know, you go back, and I'm not quite sure of the timeline, but there was a stage there where. I think Victoria had 700 cases a day and United Kingdom had 600 cases or something. And now it's like United Kingdom are getting 16,000 cases a day. And, of course, Victoria is now down to one. So everyone's pointing this out as what a great job Dan's done. But, <laughs> but when you look at it, right, Victoria's got a population of, what, 3 million? Yeah. Three to five, Three maybe. Three to five million, yeah. yeah six million, maybe. Probably $2 million now because everyone's moved out. But. <laughs> well, mate, I was talking to a mate in real estate. He said you can't buy a property in Noosa at the moment because um, they're all being snapped up before they go on market by Victorians. So, yeah, I've had a lot um, of people on the plane like um, leaving Vic and they, and they have to go through Canberra to get to Queensland yeah. or Adelaide. Yeah. yeah. It's just so, sort of giving them the push they need. Yeah. But there's 68 million people in the UK. So do you exactly. think that, that that's an incredibly com accurate comparison to be compar no. comparing no. Victoria to the United Kingdom? But it's like, but it's it's like comparing Port Adelaide to Adelaide <laughs> this year's season. Adelaide for the other winners. But Sorry, um, but then yeah, hi Karen. Um, I, I noticed that now today on social media, and, and I call it like a babbling brook. You were out there and uh, you were near a creek um, where some water 
you look oh, like you're man. out, out oh, and about. Tell oh, me, was, was that within 25K? Well, see, here's the thing. You know, they announced the 25K, so I was like, awesome. I'm going to go to my favourite hiking lake. I, I never took hiking for granted. Is that a South Australian, the way I said it? Granted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted. Yeah. Granted. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Girl, I just didn't, pool. <laughs> I just didn't do it as much down here. So, yeah. as soon as I announced 25K, I'm like, cool, my favourite place is 25K away, hiking. Driving along the highway, I see all these signs about police checkpoints. I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be the old ring of steel, as old Andrews calls it. Yeah. And there was the old ring of steel. Where are you going? Or show us your ID or where you're from. I said, Yeah, blah blah blah. And like, nah, you can't go there. Yeah. He said it's in regional Victoria. I was like, You fucking kidding. Like, I we can't keep up. So I just went to Honestly, I don't care if I was in regional metro. The fact that Victoria has now been divided is just a fucking <laughs> joke. It is. You know, it is. You know, like, especially when you've got Mildura, which is like six hours away, who I don't think ever had a case, the same rules as Geelong down here, which is, you know, an hour from Melbourne. And, but yeah, getting into the hiking today, it's, uh, you know, haircut and hiking. I finally yep. felt. I what finally a day. Felt, what, what, a, what a week, yeah. What a day. I, I finally felt some freedom. It's just, yeah. We're, I think we're at a point where we won't go back. We can't go backwards. Like, they're not going to close it. Anyway, yeah, the hike was beautiful. I started yeah. hike, hiking early 2016 after our mutual friend, Jeff Jowett, his fiance at the time posted a photo of him on a boat in Fiji, and the caption was something about what do you give an ADHD, like an adult ADHD for medication. Yep. You know, you, you, you take them outdoors and, and and that's when I just started hiking and just bushwalking. And yeah. so, for, so for me to go out today, it was just, yeah, it was, it was really good. Excellent. It was beautiful. <laughs> As I said, Victoria is happening all around the world at the moment, except in Victoria. So... Yep. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting this week, um, Geelong and Richmond. Uh, 20,000 general public tickets were put on sale. First time ever general public tickets have been wow. available for an AFL grand final. Well, there's so, no members up there. But go the well, Cats. I, I think Tigers have got a, like a membership base up here. I, I was reading somewhere maybe 10,000. I'm not yeah. sure. Geelong only had very small pockets there on Saturday night, so... I, I I would say if there was a thousand in that crowd that were Geelong supporters on Saturday night, I reckon I'd be overestimating. So yeah, yeah, mate, how that's... disappointing! St Kilda's gone, the Lions gone, and now it's just well, I'll watch the grand final from the back deck. I'll have a couple of beers, and I really just hope I, I think Richmond will beat Geelong. So I hope not. <laughs> but but hey. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. They just they just play so dirty. Like watching them beat the Saints. I was like, you guys yeah. are disgust. Like yeah, it's the way they play the game, isn't it? It's tight. Yeah, it's contact. <clears throat> it's muscled up. Yeah, so I'll be going for the old cats. Mm. So you've been doing a little bit on the music this yeah. week. Yeah, yes, still chipping away. Like you know. It's no secret I'm recording an EP. An EP. We started that yep. August August last year. And, uh, yeah, we're in pre-production. And, like, I've never done all this stuff before, which is, which is really yeah. good. You know, it's about, you know, finishing off the lyrics and the stru structure of the song. Yep. And just, just, yeah, getting as much down as you can before actually going into the recording process to save a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so, and you've got the ability to do that nowadays with technology. I mean, you can create good recordings, good quality recordings of stuff yeah. without having to go into a studio. Yeah, yeah. So Mark, he's just got a little studio set up in his house in Canberra, so nothing will get recorded until I'm yep. up there, up there. But yeah, we've we've officially written all five songs. Oh, Wushka. Like, yeah, and one of them, the last one, was crazy. Like, we started it, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We ended up scrapping the whole song completely and writing a whole new one. Yeah. 
which is sort of scary, but I'm glad I've done it because, you know, a lot of musicians come into writing, writing an EP or an album with no songs and they do it all yeah. from day one in the studio and all the way through. So, you know, I've written songs over the years, so I knew which ones I wanted. So, Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I've done some writing this week too, mate. It's been it's it's been funny. I've been a little bit out of sorts, you know, just over the last week or so, and and I think, you know, I've allowed myself to be influenced by the inconsistencies and the frustrations that I feel with, you know, we can call them Dan fans or Anastasia fans, you know, people saying thank you for keeping us safe. I really got frustrated. A couple of weeks ago, when a when a mate I used to know in Bunnings posted a video, a photo of him on the first Friday, you could stand up and have a beer, <laughs> and he said, "Thanks, Anastasia." And I just thought, "Fuck off," you know. That we should not be thanking people um, that we can go stand up and have a beer. So, so yeah, I've been a bit out of sorts. So. You know, I used to have this, I, I don't know if you ever met, I used to have an alter ego that, um, of yeah, that uh, called Snowy Bloody Fraser and he was a bit of a legend but he would write poetry and I'd do it for mates' birthdays and, and um, but the only way that I would ever, like, present the poem would be as Snowy. Oh. So, so... Because yeah, I mean, who wants to listen to Curly fucking do poetry? Yeah. You know, yeah. Curly, like, you was... step out and let Snowy in for a second. And uh, Snowy, Snowy's um, he he got killed in a Cessna. He he used to <laughs> he used to fly up from Nambucca Heads in his Cessna, and there was a awful, terrible accident around Mount Warning one year. So Snowy's never to be seen again. But oh. but it was really interesting because you know. Once the creative juices started to flow again, all of a sudden you're back in the flow. And um, I'll, I'll test little snippets on you tonight. So Let's do um, it. I, I had to laugh. I, I shared some of it with Sharon and she just looked at me and said, do you feel better now? <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Sharon. <laughs> Sharon and Karen. <laughs> so do you feel better now, she says. And I said, well, actually I do. She said, well, now what are you going to do with it? And I said, well, I'm probably going to put it on a video um, and see what happens. And she said, yeah, you just do that. So anyway, I'll, I'll share. I won't do the whole thing because it's two pages. but um, And I won't do it in my normal style of doing my, my own poetry. Like uh, I won't do it snowy snow. I'll just be a bit underwhelming tonight. So, um, But, yeah, so it starts off with uh, the year we learned to stand on a dot. Right, so that's the title of the poem. The year we like learned it. to stand on a dot. So it's impossible to say that 2020's been our friend. Most of us are wishing that it will soon come to an end. We've seen hysteria, fear, and we've seen lots of rot. And one thing that we've all learned is to stand on a dot. The control of the populations, the washing of our brains, the anxiety of the many that's keeping us in chains. And we bow and we thank our captives and cheer for the simple opportunity to stand and have a beer. The lines outside shops, if they are allowed to open, but many have closed, there's not much to put their hope in. But bars and clubs have copped it far worse, the compliance and safe plans, the new universe. The dots and the crosses for where we all must stand and don't even think of shaking my hand. We now interact at a distance and we keep our 1.5, the fear that if we don't, we just won't be alive. The virus is real and it's hanging around. A, a vaccine is sort unlikely to be found. For many, it's a dream that we'll get back our routine. Until then, we remain slaves to the COVID safe regime. What we believe, oh shit, I'm gonna, I'm almost halfway through now. So, what we believe is it came from Wuhan, from animal perhaps, or may, maybe by man. But others, they tell us it comes from 5G. Bill Gates is behind it. Just you wait and see. But conspiracies aside, the stats, they do not lie. And desperate million you cannot deny is the reason most countries have all shut their pants. So, we've kept our distance and we're forbidden to dance. So anyway, that's halfway through, mate. So that's all I'll share. 
So, I really liked it. I really liked it. And I, so, I've, got to, I, I've got to agree with you with the whole what your mate posted. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, thanking Anastasia for the beer because I not once am I happy about I'm able to get a haircut now. I'm yeah. not happy that I can go for a hike now. It makes me well, happy. But the fact that we're in that position to begin with is a fucking joke. Well, they've got this thing called Stockholm Syndrome, and it's yeah. when people get kidnapped and all of a sudden they form an attachment know, yeah. to their captive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I know. We, we see that. We, we're seeing that yeah. now with, you know, uh, the, the chief medical officers who you've got Sutton, we've got Young in our state, and it really is just, you know, people thanking them for keeping us safe. No, fuck off. I can keep myself safe. I'll yeah. wash my hands. I'm not going to... If someone's sneezing, I won't be around them. I, I'll Which, have sanitizer so, sorry, with me. A year ago, this should have been the fucking case anyway. I don't know what yeah. the dirty fuckers were doing. <laughs> not washing your fucking hands. But... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I get you. They get nothing to thank them for. Yeah. And, it, like, yes, even crazy. yesterday, like, like this is like, I thank you for your support, Tony, because you've been great, even off this podcast, like, feeling for me and the Victorians and checking in on me because... Yeah. And a lot of people have checked in on me, and I'm fucking grateful for it because, like, yesterday I finished work, I posted a photo, like a selfie on my story. I don't know if you've seen it, but I said, never been excited to get a haircut. It's been four months. Hashtag sack Dan. Yeah, um, someone unfollowed me because of that, and I and I know this person follows Dan and fucking likes him. Yeah, the thing is, what pisses me off, and, and she's not the only one that's done it. Is these people don't even fucking live in Victoria. <laughs> like you've got a right to fucking you know think you know how we feel or get yeah. upset because I'm speaking up about how yeah. I feel. Hundred like, day. What what is it? A hundred days. In, yeah, lockdown, in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. and like I said, like I've seen a cop today after work. I said, dude, how, how is your industry doing? He's like, first thing he said was mental health is out the window. Yeah. You guys are coming to work fucking depressed and, you know, you don't want police in that state of mind. You know, yeah. we, you know we all are human, but, and we all go through shit. But yeah. when it's shit like this, it's just, you know, and... And then I seen a guy on, on on a walk today, and he fucking he, first thing he mentioned was like the suicides of, you know, oh, was it him or someone told me that the suicide rates were hit last year's figures already. Wow. So what and we hit we've for still all of last months. year? Yeah. So we've still got two months to go. That's that's incredible. But the the absolutely, and you know, and I'm trying to get this back with some stats and trying to really work this out, but. People are actually saying, from what I can gather or reading, is that the amount of deaths in the world in 2019 is still on a par with the amount of deaths we've had in the world in 2020. Yeah. So so we've had this global pandemic, which has killed shitloads <laughs> of people. Imagine but then the amount of deaths is still the same. The, the amount of deaths is still the same. So that just doesn't add up. It just imagine believing there's an actual pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's like you know the funny <clears throat> the funny thing is I've sort of picked up a little bit of a sore throat today. So you know the first thing that goes through my mind is I was at the footy with thirty thousand bloody people there on Saturday night. Who knows? 
Now, normally I'd say I've got a bit of a sore throat, <laughs> you know, who cares? Yeah. And predominantly that's the majority of my thinking anyway, but you still have this little bit of a, well, you know, maybe I'm not going to go to a doctor and say I've got a sore throat. He's going to stick something up my nose and and Good have a bit of, bit of a test around. I'll just, you know, do what I've got to do. I'll just do what I'd normally do, you yeah. know, drink like, plenty like of water the, and take some Sudafed. You, yeah, exactly. If you get the flu, you do what you do. You yeah. don't stay. You don't stay home until you've done it. Yeah, like until it's over. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just and, and like I said to you on our latest podcast, I think or the one before, I said it's gonna you know it's gonna take this one person to stand up and go fuck this, and that happened in Victoria last week with the guy with the menswear shop. He opened. Yeah. He yeah. copped the fine. Whether he has to pay it, like. He'll never pay it. He'll uh, never pay he, it. He said he'd he'd go to jail for, for yeah. it, you know, and rather not pay the fine because, and then he had to close in one of the days because he had that many orders. He had to close yeah. to to get all the orders. He had to out. reorder. He had to reorder. Yeah. 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 So, so. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, I I agree. I I think um you know because one of the. I'll just read the next paragraph on the poem because this is where I get probably my greatest frustration. Um, we've been locked down and lied to and kept under control and we meekly complied and dug deeper the hole. The economy went crash, small business went bust and governments were saying, in us, you must trust. <laughs> so, But the, how Australians have just meekly said yes I'll stay in my house. You know, if you had three million Melbourne people say no, this is. Do you think the police force could? And I, I'm not inciting anything here, but I'm, yep. could. Do you think anyone could stop that? Seriously, if you had every single shop in a main street say we're going to open every single day, you know, and, but we've just meekly said okay, we'll do that. So yeah. that's the thing that just. You know, I mentioned when we were in Japan, when Sharon and I were in Japan and, you know, they were talking about lockdowns and, you know, they'd already got rid of mass gatherings, but, you know, they're catching a train in Japan. It's a mass gathering anyway, so the trains are still running. But they were talking as we were leaving about all these additional restrictions that were going to come in. I said to Sharon, can you imagine that happening in Australia? We just say, oh, fuck off, you know. Well, that's what you think. Like, we're stubborn <laughs> here. No, I'm not fucking wearing a mask. Like, you know. And and then all of a sudden we just said, oh, my God, we've got to wear a mask. I might die. That COVID might come around the corner and, and get me. So, you know, and, and once again, I'm not saying the virus is real. Obviously, the virus is real. It's, but, yeah, it's, um, a, it's a it's but, a virus, and but whether it's something that we should all be sitting in a corner in fear of, you know. Interestingly, I had dinner with a with a mate there over the weekend too, and he works in PNG, and he hadn't been home for five months because of lockdowns and whatnot. So he was here for a month, and then he was going back, and he's not expecting to be back in Australia till probably March next year. But but his wife was incredibly anxious. And it was the probably the most anxious I've ever seen her. And it never, I never imagined her, I've never seen her as an anxious person. But she hadn't been out of the house, even sitting there at dinner at Chermside Shopping Centre. You could see that initially she was just like all tight because, you know, when you listen to it day in, day out, the daily updates, the, the, the stress, the pressure, don't let it catch you. You know, we've had chief medical officers saying, if you've got a sore throat, it's likely you've got COVID. You know, oh. all of this, if you just listen to that all day, every day, of course you you are going to create this thing that just, yeah, it, it like. It's, it's like, oh, mate, get on the beers. He's like, don't wait to get tested. If you've got a sore throat on Friday, don't wait till Monday to get a test. Get tested now because it's those first few days is when you'll, you know, transmit it to everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believes his own lies. Yeah. So, so the days that you don't actually know you've got it are apparently the days that you're most contagious. And then everyone jumps up and down and says, 
you shouldn't have been going out. But hang on, I didn't know I had it. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, there's no symptoms. And like uh, one, so one case yesterday actually came back. It was a false yeah. negative or false positive or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's apparently there's this new technology. 15 minutes, you can know if you've got it or not. That Absolutely. That's what it'll be. These new, know if you got it or not, they're probably yeah. fake. And then, oh, the virus is just all of a sudden gone. Yeah. Do you know what I I I, I sort of have this funny feeling and and it, that one day someone's going to say you know all those tests we've been doing they've actually been faulty yeah. or, or there's going to be something that comes out that just says there's oh, something else behind it there is yeah we've stuffed this up or something you know um, but yeah it's just um, you know I, I I just love the fact we can get a chance to have a bit of a chat. I'm in Queensland, you're in Victoria. Um, we both have some frustrations with what's happening in and around the world. So I've shook um, so it, many hands lately too, which is great. And yeah. people have not hesitated. Like, I had a guy put his hand out to me today first. I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh. Like, it's just that it's just that stigma that yeah, that worry, or oh, you can't shake hands, <laughs> you've got a fist bump because the virus is that clever that yeah. it only goes in your palm. Yeah. Not on the outside of your hand. Like, if you go to a pub, you can, you know, you, you can't yeah. go to the bar and get a drink, but you can go get up and go to the toilet. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Hey, did I tell you I'm going to Adelaide? I'm going to you Adelaide. You did mention, but you were, there was a bit of anxiety around <laughs> whether you can make plans or not. Well, we booked the tickets now, so we're on a plane, so I've got no idea. But, um, you know, I think... Borders are open between South Oz and Queensland, so it shouldn't be too much drama. But, yeah, November 21, I'm doing a workshop down there with a company called Ruby Red Star. We're doing the Rediscovering New workshop. So um, awesome, if there's man. any Adelaide people that still love Matt, even though we moved to Victoria, yeah. come down and see me, November 21. And, of course, November 20 is my birthday, so there'll be a couple of oh, nice. things to be had. Um, over the weekend in Adelaide, going to Adelaide Hills, I think, on the Sunday, visit some wineries with some friends that we've got down there. And, yeah, looking forward to that. It'll be good to be able to travel. So hopefully yeah. you'll be able to get to regional Victoria by then. So, And, but, and I'm not saying that to gloat. <laughs> no, no, I just I actually went down there the other day anyway. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, there's so, some tapping on the line. Hold on. There, oh. <laughs> I think there is. I'll just... Over it, man. Like the the fear is out of everyone now. Yeah. No one, no one cares. I'm seeing less and less people wear masks on a walk and hikes and yeah, yeah. It's um. Once again, can I say everyone was told to wear a mask to the football to and from, especially from, and I reckon out of the thirty thousand people at the Gabba. If there was a th you know five hundred people wearing masks, I reckon. Um, that'd be a good guess. The, yeah. No, no one wears them. No one no. wears them. It's it's, and coming it's an into encouragement. Oh. Coming into summer, man. Like my even now, like wearing it at work all day is fucking annoying and itchy. And yeah, yeah. I'll I'll wear it out in the cabin and then I'll sit down and have a drink. So so what sort of off. conversations do you have on planes with people at the moment? Is there because the airlines seem to be copping real flack around, you know, two-minute noodles being served up in business class. and, and... Lucky them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's sort of a sad, sad um, time because I, I, it hit me the other day that, like, usually, like, I'm so used to like, talking to passengers. Yeah. Usually wear their first flight on an international holiday because, you know, they're coming from Tassie or a regional town. Yeah. So they're telling us, telling me about their holiday if it's America. They're I'll all share. excited. Yeah, all excited. I'll share my, you know, America yeah. holidays with them and what, what I love about it. And then, you know, and then you get them coming back or whatever. And, you know, so, but now the only reason to travel is medical. So you don't sort of want to ask people why they're traveling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so had this lovely couple on board the other day that, yeah, she was um dealing with some pretty heavy shit and you know i sat down and we we spoke and it was good and 
yeah, told them about crew life. They jumped on and made yeah. some comments on there, which is really good. And yeah, and did I did you share some feedback that you got yeah, on that, crew that life? Was there. That was them. Yeah. 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 Very, very nice couple. Yeah. You know, I sat down and yeah, we sort of, you know, talked about everything and he was stoked that I play guitar because it was something that he always <laughs> wanted to get into that never did. He's probably got yeah. one like you sitting behind there, but never, never got into it. Yeah. But I won't pull it out this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it sat exactly where I left it after our last uh, podcast episode. So yeah. 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 It's it's that discipline, mate. It's that discipline to learn something new and to actually put yourself through the pain of learning. So speaking um, of new, because <laughs> uh, so, you were going to you were going to talk about a a girl, a girl, a girl. A girl. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Yeah. All right. Look out, Bailey's going savage. No, not savage. Just it's just a lesson learned for anyone out there. Yeah. Just because you have feelings for someone doesn't mean it has to go further because you can have feelings for someone and they could be completely wrong for you. Yeah. So sort of dodge a bullet. Like I sort of had developed feelings for this girl. <laughs> I don't know when, <laughs> um, but it was just killing me not telling her. And I never wa once wanted to be with her. Yeah. Because of who she was. There were so many things about her that I just fucking couldn't stand. I knew it wouldn't yep. work. So yep. not once I wanted to be with her. Yep. And I told her, I think it was like the day after our podcast, I think I told her and I said, look, hey, I don't want anything more. I said, I just want to know, I just want you to know that I've got, well, got or had feelings for you. She was such a fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> like, seriously, like she was so stuck up. It, it, it took everything, oh. it took everything in me not to reply. And she's like, Hey, yeah, I sort of knew you had feelings. That's why I backed off. She's like, you're a bit full on anyone out there. If anyone says you're too full on, they're not for you. Be yourself. If you're too full on for someone, you're going to be just right for someone else. Oh. And she ends the message with, I'm not available. Ah, oh, I'm like, I didn't say I wanted to be. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's one of those days where your to-dos are all over the place. On today's list, a teeth cleaning at 6 a.m., returning the not-so-fake cowhide rug at 9, scooping up a vintage stereo from Marketplace in Bethesda, at first to show up with Cash PM, and picking up Cousin Rick at Reagan at 3 a.m. Zip if, odd errands, at odd hours. With Zipcar, you can book cars near you in D.C. anytime you want, with gas included, which makes days like this, well, just another day. Join and drive in minutes at Zipcar.com. With you, like, I was just letting her, letting you know, because I so had where, to get it. So where does that go? Like, like that's just like the full stop. Yeah. In any, any, like, anything, you know? Yeah. That's just... And Oh, and by the way, here's another dagger in your heart. And pretty much. See you later. Because we caught up. Throw myself under the bus here. Uh, we caught up. <laughs> we caught up end of last year. The the lines are tapping yeah, again. Yeah, it's all right. Hazy, it's all good. Um, <laughs> we uh, we caught up end of last year, and yeah. um. When I knew she was sort of backing off, I was like, hey, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I've said this so many times to my friends. She's like, yeah, I'm just talking to close friends and family. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Can you just. Oh, no, you're frozen. Uh, oh, oh you're, you're back. You're back. 
What did now, you say? Just, just do that again, that I'm just talking to close friends and family. I'm just talking to close friends and family, she said. <laughs> I was like, all right, fucking kidding me. But then uh, what, what pissed me off, the next day she messaged me. Yeah, so you must be close friend what? or family. <laughs> what the fuck am I? <laughs> And like oh, she, uh, she was very like I. I spoke to my friends about it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is she just being flirty yeah. or what? Like, she would send me, like, I don't know if you're aware how Snapchat works, but you can send. No, you know, I'm, I'm 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 a dinosaur, and I'm not on so, Snapchat. Yeah, so, so, we can send them. <laughs> just, you know, you can. You know, when you take a photo, you can choose who you want to send it to. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will take a photo of whatever they're doing and send it to like a group of people. So when yeah. I received this Snapchat, I knew it wasn't for me, but she's, she sent me a Snapchat. This is just someone who's not a close friend or family sitting on the toilet with her pants down. As you do. As you do. <laughs> and like, I know everyone probably got that. And when I say everyone, she would have had to select me. But yeah. like, if she didn't want me seeing that, don't, don't <laughs> send me a can, can, can I just explore the mindset of... Like, not once, ever. Like, I won't even answer my phone if I'm in the toilet, right? So not once have I ever thought about, geez, <laughs> I might just send, uh, do a photo of me here and send it out, you know? Yeah. What's that mindset? What What's that about? No idea. No oh idea. Oh, my God. And so how did you respond to that, close friend or family? I don't think I replied. I've learned to bite yeah. my tongue. I just, like when she said I'm not available, I was like, I actually told my friend, I actually yeah. sent a message to my friend, my reply to her. I said, look, yeah. I need to get this off my chest. I said, this is what I would have said to her, but I'm not saying it to her. I'm saying it to my friend <laughs> to get it off my chest. And, but what was funny, when we caught up last year, we had a bit of a moment and we spoke about half an hour ago about me being in pre-production. So, you yeah, know, I was still still tweaking a little bit of like the songs and adding yeah. some lyrics, changing some lyrics. And there was a lyric that was in reference to her when we caught up and she was very interested in it. She, I put it up on my story. She was like, what's this? Excuse me. And yeah, we got talking and she was very interested in about this lyric. I didn't end up using. I didn't end up using it. Like the song wasn't about her, but the context of what happened with me and her, it, it sort of fitted into the song. Yeah. So I tried to work it in there. In the end, I I didn't even use it. So yeah, just because you've got feelings for someone doesn't mean so you have to be with them. Matt wrote a song about me. <laughs> you could just well, see she the was, mind starting to tick. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why she was like. I think while she was. You know, she she was messaging mm. me about it. Maybe you know, she but, thought you're a country and country and western artist. Or something. They they well, write about unfulfilled love and trucks and dogs and. I'll have to write a song called "Just Close Friends and Family." <laughs> <laughs> well, shots uh, fired. Absolutely, and and uh, yeah, I mean, funnily enough, I was looking at um, my Facebook today for for whatever reason i i i might seem to be on facebook a lot but i'm actually not so but today i thought you know you just go and look at your profile and you you sharpen it up and you look for things that you can improve with it and whatnot because and i've got 300 like like some ridiculous amount like there's 2000 just under 2800 friends and how did that happen you think to yourself how did that happen and then you've got 330 people who aren't your friends but follow you and you go how does that happen and i'm and and you scroll through and like you might know 10 percent of the people who who aren't game to send you a friend request or something, but follow you or what have you, you might know 10%. So out of that 330, maybe 30 names. But then you think, who are these people that just say, there's that random guy that posts out some stuff. I liked one of his quotes. One, I'll just follow him on his Facebook 
So, but yeah, um, yeah it's it's really weird. It, today just really struck me that just and that's not even my pages. Like my pages have got you know nine hundred odd people that follow the pages. So that's business. So you want yeah. that. But this is the personal profile, and and you think okay. There's 3,000 people that I have a connection with in Facebook. So why is it that I probably talk to a handful of people on Facebook? It just defies yeah. logic, really. It does. Yeah. Um, and, I, I, and, that's, and that's, you know, 3,000 of your closest friends and family, Tony. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I know them well, so... Um, I'm going to share some more of my poem. I'm pretty proud of it, as you can see. So yeah. who knows what this world would look like when we come out of this thing, but a repair kit won't be enough. It's too much of a ding. Politicians are talking economic recovery, painting the picture of sustainable discovery. I'm just going to finish it off now, which then begs the question, has all this been planned to change the dynamic mapped out beforehand? I just have to question that all this just seems odd, contradictions, inconsistency, governments playing God, the daily press conferences where we all learned of our fate, celebrities created through this daily update, the info was shared to keep us all abreast. We're all in this together. Surely they jest. The power was held in the hands of a few. Police states were formed, the laws changed and anewed. We're keeping you safe is the political cry. Control is more like it. It's how you justify it. So I'm staring forlornly at the life I used to lead and people and business will continue to hemorrhage and bleed. Honestly, I believe 21 will continue the rot, but now I've just got to go and go and stand on a dot. <laughs> so, so that's like it. it. And, yeah. and, and going back... You said you were frustrated when you when you wrote that, didn't you? I, I just I, I felt in angst, you know, because and, and what I'm in angst about is the fact that there are so many and and you know I I don't want to be critical of people being anxious, but because you know one of my closest friends, as you heard, his wife yeah. was had been anxious, but. You know, we get it, and, and I suppose part of my angst was some anxiousness that people aren't going out of their way to discover some some truths, some other truths, and not just listen to um, the media that tells us we're all going to die if and, we yeah. get out of the house. Like 16 years ago, Green Day put out a record called American Idiot, and that was aimed at Bush and what was going on then, and listening to that song now, I'm like, wow, that's fucking yeah. what we're going, that's what we're going through. Like, I remember when it all sort of started coming out, I was saying to myself, I'm like, I'm not taking this seriously. You know, it's very serious. And I remember a, a, one day at work, it was only one day I did it, I'm pretty sure, back in March, I wore a mask. Yeah. I, wore, I wore gloves, for goodness sakes, yeah. on the plane, handing boarding passes and, and thinking, you know, this is very serious. And that was, yeah. And... So I feel you, and like the other last week, I had to have a conversation with myself. I had to check in with myself. Like I'm like, I found myself being very negative. To, yeah. And I've and I've reached out to friends. I said, look, if I come across the wrong way or, or negative, please let me know. Like, I know you know, like you've got to adapt. You've got to adapt. I'm fucking sick of adapting to the changes. Like it's just a joke. Yeah. Like it, it feels like I'm swimming against the waves. Yeah. Like I remember years ago, like my mental health was so good and haircut, hiking, that's just the start yeah. of it. So I'm, I'm excited to, to come back. And yeah. like I said, I felt very negative and I'm, you know me, you've known me for years and I'm a very positive person. Person, mm. like I always want the best and I'm happy yeah. and I'm good to be around. And But now I'm just fucking struggling to pull myself out of bed like and be that person I was. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'll get back there, but you know, yeah. like, and and fundamentally, it's about person uh, purpose, and it's about personal responsibility. So, I I don't need the government to keep me safe, you know, and I'll take responsibility for that, you know, I I'll take responsibility for what I eat, what I drink, how I drive, whatever it is. Yeah. You, 
I, I'll take that response and I accept that responsibility that my friends understand that I accept that responsibility. So I, I don't need the government to say, Tony, stay safe because, you know, um, I, I shared the story when we came back from Japan and I went to the supermarket and this is just in the early days of the hysteria that surrounded COVID. And I, I just was walking in the supermarket, giving people space um, but one lady didn't think I gave her enough space. So all of a sudden she's standing in the middle of this grocery aisle at Woolworths at Alexandra Hills just freaking out, saying, we're all going to die and we just don't get it, everyone, you know. And I'm just thinking, why are you out? Why are you out? Like if that's stay, stay, how... Stay, you feel stay yeah, home, stay the fuck yeah. home. <clears throat> so if that's how you feel, don't go out. You know, you could order your food. You can do everything from home. And that's what I think the message should have been. If you don't feel safe, we'll look after you and you stay at home. Um, but for everyone else, just get out there and make shit happen because that's what we're good at doing. So Yeah, it's like my electric skateboard. If I get to a speed that I don't feel comfortable with, I slow the fuck down. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not going to keep going or try and go faster because I don't feel yeah. safe. See, and, you know, I really do feel for the Victorians' um, Thanks, population because, you know, your identity, I mean, one of the biggest days of the year comes up on Saturday where Victorians, no matter what team you support, the AFL Grand Final, 100,000 at the G, yeah. everyone's watching it regardless, um, and it's not in your state. You're not allowed to watch it at pubs. You won't be able to have friends over. So the very heart of the identity of Victoria has been ripped out. Mm. And, you know, and then come Sunday there'll be this good news that says, hey, we're going to reopen the pubs. Yeah, that'll, that'll <laughs> yeah. be it. Yeah. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be it. And like so, you said, like if everyone opened, how, how are they going to stop everyone? Yeah. And that's like yeah. Christmas coming up. Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to get a fine, but fuck, I want to see my mum and dad for Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not, and I'm not the only one. They're not going to stop everyone from, from going Christmas. Like, I don't know what I'll be doing with, with work, whether I'll be working or having it off. So, but anyway, like, even if it's a week before Christmas, I'm fucking, I want to go to see parents. Yeah. And so I want to be in, you know, a lot of people in the same. And, we and just, the fucking just, same storm, same boat, different boat. Yeah. So just wait for the new term of COVID Christmas to come around, you know. That, uh, that'll that be another thing that we all get sick of. Hey, Maddie, I've just had a look at the time. We're coming right down to the end. Now, interestingly, Mr Bailey, we've had people watching us live this week on YouTube. So Have we? we? We need to thank those very persistent, persevering souls that have done that. They haven't made any comments. So. Well, I just got a message from Mum, Karen. <laughs> Mum says could hear but couldn't sign into chat. Oh, so, okay. I don't, I don't know so if old Mum Karen. Was... <laughs> I don't know if old Karen has a YouTube account to sign in. Okay. <laughs> so maybe it was your mum and maybe a couple of other people. But to those souls that have stuck around, thank you very thank much you. for that. Yeah, and I hope that you've um, enjoyed our conversation, our language, and our at times frustration. So, <laughs> and what and, do you uh, look? And Kelly's poem. Yes, um, and um, yeah, just watch out for that. I might do a bit of a. Yeah. I'll, I might clean her up a bit, and then just um, see what happens. I might put that out on a video and just see um, if someone else likes it. So who knows? Maddie, always a pleasure, my friend. Kelly, so, cheers, mate. All right. We shall see you next time. This has been Bailey and Curly, unhinged, unfiltered, unwashed. <laughs> coming live from, yeah, who needs to wash in Victoria? Coming live from Brisbane and Melbourne. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll see you in a fortnight, Maddie. See you, mate. Thank God that's over. If you didn't like it, Leave a review to warn others, or share it with people you want to annoy.
If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped, so you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market.